and good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, around the nation, around the world, or on the other side. You're listening to The Supernatural Realm with your host, Tim and Chip. We are coming to you live, simulcasting on WCET.FM. That's www.wcetfm.com. That's 101.7 FM, Columbia Talk, down in Columbia, South Carolina. We're also on the Paranormal Junkyard Radio Network at www.paranormaljunkyard.com. And uh, our replays on uprntalkradio.com. That's UPRN 107.7 in New Orleans. On Saturdays, 4 p.m. Central. That's www.uprntalkradio.com. We're also on every podcast known to humankind, including <laughs> Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Also, we are on the Paranormal Radio app at paranormaltalkstreamlive.com. Also, uh, you can find us uh, just about everywhere. We have a YouTube page. We have Facebook, uh, Twitter. We're everywhere. Chippy, my friend, are you there, buddy? I sure am, my brother. Yes, every podcast known to humankind, and we do follow the guidelines of social distancing because all you have to do is <laughs> We've been doing like, it for uh, years. click on a button, and there <laughs> we are. <See? laughs> all healthy and goodness here. Now, Supernatural Realm Radio, and yeah, uh, Tim, what up? Phenomenal day we've got today. We have a guest we're so excited about, um, especially me because, you know, a little bragging rights, little shameless self-promotion involved in this one because she is a friend to my show, Kindness Beyond the Veil, which you can hear right here every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, WCETFM.com and ParanormalJunkyard.com and on the Paranormal Radio app via TalkStream Live. Just not on every podcast known to humans. Not yet, anyway. with that. <laughs> but on Kindness Beyond the Veil, it was a few weeks back. Uh, I, I came across this wonderful, delightful woman. And wow, we had such a phenomenal response that had to have her here on Supernatural Realm Radio. Uh, and might as well tell you who it is, right? The I'll wonderful know. Kelly Rogers is joining us today. Um, really, really remarkable woman, kind of a hero of mine. Yeah, I'll say that out loud. And a hero of Tim's, too, because Tim produces uh, the Kindness Beyond the Veil show, so he was right there the whole time. <laughs> the only difference is that on this show, he gets a couple of words in. A couple, just a few, maybe. Because <laughs> it's his show and he's the host. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yes, so Kelly Rogers has... Let's just say she's met a lot of pain uh, throughout her life. Uh, uh, physical, uh, mostly, of course. But I think with physical comes emotional. I mean, pain is pain, yeah. right? It all works. I think everybody in our wonderful listenership has been in pain at one time or another. Uh, some of us are just kind of stuck there. But Kelly Rogers, she's had skin cancer. She's had situations with muscle pains, joint pains, nerve pains, all sorts of different kinds of pains. Chip will never shut up pains, you know? I mean, all <laughs> kinds of... <laughs> but she found her way out of all that. And, you know, it's not every day we come across someone who's done that. And in addition, you know, she's, uh, she's 
using that uh, the wonderful thing that happened mm -hmm. to pay forward, uh, to help others, to in service of others to the greater good. There's a little bit of shamanism in there, a little bit of alternative healing in there, a little mediumship in there, you know. Um, so, so fascinating on so many different kinds of layers. But, you know, why not talk about pain with somebody who can help us out of it to make this Tuesday, not just any Tuesday, not just the last Tuesday in March of 2020 or the last day of yeah. March of 2020. Chip, I think since this COVID-19 stuff started, people are ha having to be you know, isolated more in their homes. And mm -hmm. I think that creates a lot of anxiety and depression. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there just, just aren't used to this, you know, staying away from other people, which, you know, people like you and I are. We embrace it. We have always have embraced it. But there's some yeah. people out there who are struggling with the social distancing because they're used to yeah. being around other people. And, and, and our see, guest that's today, the magic of Tim Roxbury right there. Because yeah. that's, what, that's why Timmy said, see, Timmy always finds these really cool guests. And no, I'm not jealous. I always say that, you know coolest guests ever and Timmy we were talking about that very thing that he just he just said right there and he said you know what why don't we have Kelly Rogers on the show and I said wow Tim what a brilliant idea sorry go ahead so, uh, where... so welcome to the show Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. so are you ready for me yeah <laughs> I think all so. right well first of all thank you for having me on the show and I can absolutely talk about pain and depression, but really the main thing I want to talk about is the fear, mm -hmm. the fear that's going on. Because I have many gifts, like Chip mentioned, I'm a shaman, not a healing shaman, but I'm a journeying shaman. So I journey between timelines, I journey between dimensions. I have a lot of guides that work with me. I have a lot of archangels, ascended masters. I've got a whole posse. I love it. <laughs> and they're very much here supporting me. And I want to share them with all of your listeners today because I have not had any fear about the coronavirus. There are certainly ways to uh, protect yourself. We all know the washing of the hands and that. Uh, I can talk about a little supplementation that will help as well. But let's talk about what's going out, uh, out in the world and the fear of these people who are passing and that we all have the possibility of being one of those people who end up with the virus. Mm -hmm. So right now, well, we've been in this process for many years. The earth is ascending and many of us understand that. So one of the things that has come through to me uh, through my guides is understanding that sometimes when these kind of monumental situations happen in the world, like shootings in Paris or shootings in a school, or let's even go 9-11, 
these people actually contract. We contract when we come in. We, we're out there in the ether. Let me start from birth here. <laughs> so we say, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go back. I'm kind of bored being in this beautiful, you know, floaty place out in the ether. And I want to go back and I'll go to earth and I'm going to pick my parents. And this, these two look like they'd be fun to hang around with. And, and we come in and we say, yes, I'm willing to come into earth and I'm willing to provide service. And, and, uh, but they dummy us down when we get here, (laughs) we don't remember what we're supposed to be doing, but we have contracted. We have a beginning date. We have an end date there. We all have an expiration date. We just don't know what that is. And so when these events happen, what my guides have told me is that these people actually contracted to be part of this event. And the reason that we are doing a 9-11 in service is look at how it has shifted our world. Or if there is a shooting in a high school and you see all these people and your heart goes out to them, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. As a global community, we send our love and and whatever energy we can towards those victims. What my guides have said is there are no guides and there are no perpetrators. We need to send our love to everyone. The perpetrators contracted for their part in these situations. The coronavirus is exactly the same type of situation. These people have agreed that they are ready to leave the planet. They would not be able to leave if they hadn't contracted that this was their expiration time. And what that is allowing is that they're lifting off of this planet and going to the next chapter of their life will then allow the earth to ascend to a higher level, to a higher vibration. And many of us are aware that this has been coming for many, many years now. Now, one of the things that I do in my service projects is that I work with the crystalline grids within the planet, within the timelines and beyond. And so just since November of 2019, Since that time, we have actually gone through several grid changes within the world, cosmos, whatever. It's all dimensional, so you may not have seen it or been aware of it, but we had a crystalline grid that through a process became pure conscious light. And this happened before Thanksgiving. And what's really interesting to me is when I am working with this, these grids, and then as they transform to this pure conscious light, they begin, there's a dove, um, a dimensional dove that is across North America, and the beak is in a temple in the Yucatan, and the tail is up at the border, Minnesota, Canadian border kind of thing. And this dove is that huge across our North America. And so when this pure conscious light transforms from these grids, it actually will start coming up through this temple and it goes, it, it, 
flows across this dove were, you know, what I'm aware of. This was in the book of Enoch. Um, maybe I knew Enoch. I don't know. <laughs> in one of my many lives. But it has come to me to understand how the dove is, acro- is based across North America. And I see how this energy flows. And so that happened in November. And shortly after that, there was then a golden uh, grid that again became this golden light that went across the dove. And then just recently, I'd say within the last month, I started working on the new grid, which starts at the 13th dimension, which is pretty exciting. Now, this grid is different than anything I've seen. Grids, I, I see sacred geometry. Grids typically have straight lines and, you know, like a those kinds of grids. This one is actually like a crystal bowl. It's at, and it's seated at the 13th. Well, it's changed. So I'm going to tell you how it's transformed just in the last month, which is very exciting because it's kind of, if you could think about the, the number of people who have left the planet, the things that are changing, how together we're like thinking of each other, but still apart. I mean, we are all transforming right now because of everything that's going on in the planet and it's all good. So this crystalline grid, which started like a crystal bowl, uh, initially, very quickly, the central sun came into that bowl and seeded itself, which was pretty exciting. <laughs> and then shortly after that, it then kind of gridded itself. So it became a, a circular grid. And, and then... As I looked at it, I could look inside of it. I could see the sacred geometry. Uh, It started, it has been spinning around and there's been this whole process. And then it actually seeded on top of the planet. So if you think of the earth, the whole round earth, it's this, this circular grid on top of the planet. Now that's where it's at right now. And it's gonna continue to change. This thing is changing every single week. And so what I know is that the people are leaving because they have agreed that they're ready to leave and that if you're supposed to get this, you will get it. You can absolutely take things to keep you healthier and wash your hands and selenium is supposed to be very good. Uh, And you can get that in almonds and um, walnuts and Club Sparkle products, which I've shared on Chip's uh, Chip show. But selenium is in a lot of different things, and that is an antiviral that you can take. But seriously, if you think about uh, the whole vibration of the planet, and you can put love in your heart and send love out to all those who are departing, because when people leave us, it is sad. We miss their physical presence. We miss the energy that they were in our lives. But if we really know that they're moving to their next chapter and we can send the love to allow them on their journey and send the love out to everyone who who needs that love right now because they're in this fearful place or this lost place or this lack place, none of those will serve us. The love is truly what will help. And we must fill ourselves with love initially. We cannot help others. 
it is our responsibility to love, fill ourselves with love, take care of ourselves uh, initially. And then if you, if we feel that there's extra that we can send out, I mean, it's to everyone. I mean, governments that are, maybe there's crazy messages out there, political messages, non-political messages, People are taking all the toilet paper. You, you don't know what, what to do next. Um, you know, it, just send the love out and things will start coming to you that need to come to you. We all have a safety net with all the beings. Everybody has a posse. I am not the only one that has 10 beings around me right now sending information through me. We all have the ability to communicate with our spirit guides um, our angels, our higher power, our inner self, we're all connected. Now, one of the exciting things about this grid, there just reminded me, is that I'm able to grid people to this, to the new grid. I can send like an accord to each one of you. So if you want to email Tim or email Chip and they can send your name to me, I can connect you up to this new grid. Chip, you're already gridded. Your wife is. Tim, I'm gridding you right now. It's that quick. And I didn't know I had this gift until last weekend. And all of a sudden I could see the white cords coming down to people as I thought of them. So I've gridded as many people as I can. And I truly believe that I'm not the only one that has the the gift of gridding. I think, or connecting the cords. I think if you want to be connected to that golden new grid, new earth grid is what they're calling it. They're telling me it's a containment vessel. They're telling me it's the new grid, uh, new earth grid is what they're calling it. And so that's what I'm calling it uh, for lack of any other information at this time. (laughs) So, all right. So now I am open for questions. If you have any. Do do, 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 do you feel that our spirit guides, whatever they may be, um, do you think they protect us from getting this virus? Well, they are there to support you. So that is their job is if you are on a service project, and this is for me uh, as a service project, they will assist me in whatever I need. But I got to tell you, if it's my time to leave, I will get the virus and I will be moving on. Um, So I don't know that they're going to necessarily protect you from it, because even getting that that accord or that cord from that grid, it gives you healing light. Uh, That's what they're telling me. You're going to get healing light. But truly, if it is your time to leave the planet, um, then you are going to leave the planet. Now, if you don't want to leave the planet, I'd suggest putting lots of love in your heart and and holding it in and sending it out. And the more love that you can vibrate, the higher vibration you are, you'll be a keeper for the new earth. (laughs) And what they tell me on the new earth is it's very much like our world now. If you think about... um, Well, first of all, they're telling me I need to say that religion as we know it will be leaving. 
and money at green energy as we know it will be leaving. And um, did I mention government as we know it will be leaving? Will be it'll be more sovereign, whatever that might mean. <laughs> I haven't quite figured that one out, but that's the word I've heard that seems to resonate. So there are a lot of changes, but as this new earth evolves, my understanding is we are going to go to a higher vibration. We are going to be more crystalline. And if you think about that, the babies coming in right now are 100% crystalline. They don't need to convert like we do. We're these dense carbon based because I'm older. Okay, let's, I know your audience can't see me. I look really young, but <laughs> I'm 65. And so I've got a lot of carbon in this body. So by meditating, um, being open to all my guidance, uh, all this information comes in and I know I've got a very high vibration and that's why these messages can come through. There's, there's a practice that I do. This doesn't, you know, for me, it wasn't magical. I, I have prayers every day. I do a gratitude list twice a day. Very important to keep your vibration high. I meditate and, uh, and they've asked me to meditate morning and night right now because of this work. And so sometimes I'm a bad girl and I don't do that. <laughs> and they shake their head. Oh, yeah, here she is. But but <laughs> what can we do with her? But I am for the most part doing it because I can feel I'm working on this like 24 seven. I'm it's dimensional. It's in my waking hours. I'm aware of it. Um. So I lost my train of thought there on the, there was something I was going to, but we'll get to it another way. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about eating herbs such as garlic and, and burning sage in your, in your space? Does that help protect you? You think? I think that is very helpful to, again, uh, sage or Palo Santo wood are, are beautiful products that will help to clear your space. Um, you know, because there's a lot of beings and if you're at a high vibration, you're going to like repel anything negative. But I know there are, uh, I don't like to say evil. I like to say mischievous mm -hmm. beings out there. And we have a lot of, oh, I know what I was talking about before. It was our new look when we get to a higher vibration, but let me continue with this. So, um, so I think as long as we're always putting it out there that we only want our healers and our guides to be around us, that's going to help. Um, garlic might help with vampires, uh, but I think not necessarily. I don't know. It might. Maybe it's an antiviral. Maybe garlic would help with keeping you healthy. I know onions in the old days, they'd cut an onion open and leave it on the table and all the crap would go to the onion. So, I mean, it's like whatever feels right to you to keep you in that vibration of feeling safe and in the loving place and in as high a vibration as you can be. Um, are you fearful that you're going to be leaving, Tim? No, but just, you know, seeing everybody out and about wearing masks and, and gloves and you know my, my mother and I were going went to a farm market today and they weren't letting any any of the customers inside the store to shop which was which was good for you know protecting the employees as well as the customers but but you know they they were coming out 
with masks and gloves and and getting your order, taking your credit card or whatever you know payment method you had. It was it was it was different. It was it was a little frightening to see that because we're not used to that. But. Right. It is an adjustment. Now think of 9-11 and how how much our world shifted in security. And we all adjusted to that. I mean, I know I was at the post office yesterday and it was stand six feet back. Yeah. And you had to like kind of throw your mail at them <laughs> and then throw your credit card at them. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, everybody's six feet in the line and, you know, the door is three feet wide. Well, OK, I'm now going through a landmine if I'm not supposed to right. be close to anyone. It's not happening. And I'm just like it's some of it's silly. Some of it's protective. Um, but again, it's like if you do it with a, a light heart, uh, loving your neighbor, loving all those that are involved in this, it's all going to be for the good mm-hmm. uh, as we evolve. And so what I my train of thought before was what they've shown me is as as we increase or raise our vibration, very much like how we don't see our buddies here, you know, my posse Um I'm going to be only about six inches higher than where I am right now. But many people won't be able to see me because my vibration will be high enough, just like the angels and the ascended masters and the galactic beings that are right here with me. Uh, It'll all be based on vibration, whether they see me or not, whether they're even in my space, because you do find as you raise your vibration uh, people with a lower vibration don't they they can't come too close to you. It really um, kind of repels. They're repel repelled by your your light, your light energy. So so that's what you do, Tim. When you're going out and uh, and you know you're going to be seeing other people, just really put a light bubble around you. Uh, just fill your heart with love. Have your mom do the same thing. So then when you're out and about, then those things won't affect you. And if there's disgruntled people who are probably going to be getting the virus, yeah. <laughs> if they're hanging around, yeah, they won't. They won't be too close to you. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing how you can really control your environment. We are so powerful. Our physical beings are about, um, I'm going to say, a third of what we truly are. I mean, right now, two-thirds of me is not seen because of its vibration. So we need to remember that we're all very powerful beings. Uh, We we are going to be able to bring in these gifts, our... what is it? Ninety-six percent of our brain <laughs> that isn't that hasn't been functioning will open up and allow us to be more uh, uh, kinetic and tele well teleport and tele 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 whatever you know what I'm talking about, Chip. I can see you where the mind will be talking to the other minds. I mean, I I can talk to people and I see the pictures in their brain right now. I get messages for people all the time. Not. And this is new. I mean, to a new whole new level that I didn't have a month ago. I'm now able to see more and get more information when people are trying to talk with me. Yeah, so, because yeah. you're needed now I, more. See, I think as like, as empaths and, and as people who have these uh, higher uh, energies, we 
naturally repel certain people that aren't aren't good for us. I think, and I've been uh -huh. been able to repel quite a few of them over over the last you know years of my life. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, the and the other thing. Um, uh, there are a lot of people who are empaths who are very gifted as empaths. And right. this is a really hard time for them because they feel that fear. Mm. They feel, okay, so you are Tim. All right. So, <clears throat> so when you, so again, you really need to put that light and love bubble around you mm -hmm. and really ask your posse, ask your guides, say, Hey, I need to keep their energy at bay. I don't want to take that in. I, if it isn't mine, I, I don't want it unless there's some purpose to it. Um, and I'm really clear with my guides because because I travel between timelines and dimensions, I'll travel out and I've, you know, I, I do some screwy things out there because, you know, I, it's just me. And so I've come back with other people's you know, other aspects of mine, illness. And I, because I'm sure I'm going, oh, let me take it back. I can get it healed. And then I come back and I'm in this great pain. And I'm like, and I've had healers say, what are you doing? You need to set some boundaries when you're yeah. traveling. So just like an empath on this planet, I, every night I say, I want to come back healthier than when I left. Okay, and and whether you know you're traveling or not, everybody should probably do this because you might be out there traveling because we have aspects in a number of different timelines and uh, and we're helping to clear all that. I'll tell you, when I got into Club Sparkle, I was working in different timelines and different dimensions every night doing Club Sparkle meetups, you know, with galactic beings. And I mean, it was crazy. So anyway, every night I want to be healthier tomorrow. I, when I wake up, I want to be healthier than when I left this evening. And then I always ask for a really good night's sleep. Because if you wake up and you find that you're just like, it doesn't feel like you slept at all. Mm -hmm. You've probably been traveling. So ask to be well rested and they respect that. I always ask that I wake up before my alarm because I hate the sound of my alarm. <laughs> and I do. I wake up two minutes before my alarm. And so you need to request those things. That's what your support system of your guides and angels and uh, your all of all of what you've got there, your magical being, which you are. You need to let them know everybody they're all part of you we're all like one so you need to just say what's important to you what do you need what's going to make you okay today i know even even my life i there's very few nights that i i sleep well even when i was a baby my mom said i was always i was up almost all night for hours she, she had a heck of a time getting me to bed because i was probably traveling and then going different places. You know, she said I was, I was very uh, hard to deal with <laughs> in the, when I was younger because of that. Yeah. Yes. And I think, you know, we kind of dummy down as we get older. I think we're so open as children. I remember seeing a lot of, I had a lot of visions mm -hmm. as a child and I knew that there were beings under my bed and I right. saw Santa on his sleigh. I saw the shadow. 
when I was five. I still remember when he went by. There is a Santa Claus. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we dummy down as we get older. And and we're, we start conforming to the what the norm is. Well, forget the norm. It's Truly, we all have the ability. We all have these gifts. So we need to allow them to come through. We need to fill ourselves with love to be ready as these changes occur. Our life as we know it will never be the same. We hear that every day on the news. And that's right. true. And so, uh, but I also believe that what we need will come to us. They have been telling me for the last over 10 years that really where we're going is community mm. and that we're going to all work together. And we're all going to be, you know, connected in a whole new way. We're going to, you know, maybe go back to uh, an easier time. Well, look at what's going on. Mm -hmm. Those of us who are not going into the office are walking their, you know, dogs and walking their cats and I can't walk my fish, but you know, they're, they're out there relaxing. I mean, I just, you know, I'm, my life is still pretty busy, but I see all this. I see people changing. Uh, they were talking about people getting on zoom, uh, you know, connecting. There was uh, a group that did uh, a zoom song about the coronavirus. <laughs> That was so cute. And it's like, but it's, you know, this, you can be distanced, but still connected. Mm -hmm. Well, doesn't that sound like a galactic meeting, you know, to anybody who's connected with their, their galactic beings, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. We don't have to be in the same room to be connected, do we? No. We can still uh, have, have that connection, the, uh, you know, the whole mind, body, spirit, connection right here that's something we've been you know chip and i've been doing for years before you know that they it really took off now uh and we've been doing long before this so <laughs> yeah all of a sudden everybody's starting to live like us now <laughs> yeah i know i don't know whether to, to like that or hate it you know what i mean <laughs> well hey we can say we set the standard you that's know? right well <laughs> And you know what? We are the way showers. Mm -hmm. So honor yourself for having that knowledge and being able to be open and sharing it with others. Many people are still frightened right. to share that they have gifts with their fellow workers or their family members. Um, I know I've shared some of my stories with my family and then thought, boy, I better get out of here quick before <laughs> they they call for the, the whatever they're going to call Men for. In the suit. Yeah, the padded wagon, right? <laughs> exactly. Men in a white suit, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so we, we really are the way showers because we have been open to get these types, you know, just the fact that you two have these programs going. Mm -hmm. How wonderful is that for your audience that they could find two way showers that could help them know that they aren't alone when they have thoughts and beliefs beyond what the norm is. And I know, you know, for me, it, there have been some many, many scary times, uh, you know, where it's like, oh, my, I need to back away slowly like a bear's coming at me, <laughs> going to, into the fetal position, you know, because of people's belief systems and 
and me being as open as I am about my, what I believe and what I see and how I travel, uh, that isn't, you know, and having a lot of galactic beings right here. I did want to, okay, a shout out for the Lemurians and the, and the Telosians from the city of Telos in Mount Shasta. All right, shout out. They've been here helping with the grid. Cool. Big time. So they wanted me to acknowledge them, and I am. Uh, so they have come in every time I've done a transformational breast session. They've clearly been here helping me. Uh, okay, shout out to my team, who is my, uh, I have three other uh, guides that are from another timeline that are with me and helping me with the grid. Uh, and it's just lovely. I mean, it's like what we need to do is really embrace that this earth you got you got the humans with the dense bodies here but we've got a lot more friends and uh support than you can ever imagine to assist us with everything that we're going through so call it in uh ask for your guides even if you don't know their names just ask for your guides um I was able to, I went to a little class and the woman helped me start working with my guides by just asking for my finder guides. I'd lose my keys. Okay. All right. Finder guides, help me find my keys. And then you start connecting. You start connecting with those that are around you Mm -hmm. that you weren't aware of. And all of a sudden you'll have an image of a place to go and and there, there they will be. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess I have, I do have that support that Kelly was talking about mm-hmm. or that Tim and and Chip have been talking about. Yeah. I think they're helping me, helping me get, get you know, find the right guest for the show. Cause I'm always finding somebody out there who has a similar story than, you know, as me or, or a similar message that, as me that they want to give out. And that they want to say on the air. So it's neat to, to have that support. It is. It is. And just like Chip and I met, uh, you know, that was uh, happenstance. But was it? No, it wasn't. Absolutely not. I mean, when we connected, it's like I think Chip and I uh, have been, we're probably on another timeline as well. We have done work together before this meeting on this planet. And because immediately there was a, a, a very strong connection, uh, we really resonated with each other. We had similar stories. Uh, that is that's really cool. And you find those people in your life. I love it. Um, I call them my my pod people, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, because I've heard that we've come we we came down in pods. Now I believe slightly differently. I think when we came in, we were masters. We were masters on other planets. We agreed we'd come in and help with this Earth's ascension. We agreed to be in this zip in this little human uh, body <laughs> with all its little defects <laughs> and um, and somehow figure out how we can support and assist everybody on the planet. Uh, even with our brain dummied down and our density in our body, um, you know, having to embrace our powerfulness that we can't really see. Um, but yeah, pod, you know, pod people, when I run into someone that resonates just as strongly as I resonated with Chip, I'm like, oh my gosh, 
we must have been in a pod together at some point. Well, now I believe it's other timelines because I've been to so many of them. I am able to travel between a number of them. I, I meet up with my other aspects. Uh, they come here. We go, I go there. It's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, and it's one was 343 BC. Now I died that, you know, that died. And I, I think he became a dog. I haven't been able to communicate with him. I miss him dearly. And then I have one in 1950 who's in Mandarin, China. And I have, uh, I have a young woman who had a baby and uh, she has a dog. Maybe that's the other guy that I lost. Um, and they're in the future. So, th I mean, it's so there are all these aspects that we can connect up with. And when we do whatever service we do in this world, it ripples out to all those others. And it really clears things up. Many, many years ago, my guide showed me how each timeline is similar to if you cut a tree and you see all the rings in that um, tree trunk, you'll see all the rings. You can count the lives that that tree has been with us. Well, those rings are very similar to the timelines and every timeline moves at a different pace. Time is an illusion. So, so a 343 BC was happening at the same time two years ago, as two years ago here. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. That's, you know, I start trying to wrap your head around that one. And, uh, and so each one is, and you can connect up with each one of those aspects. And one of the things that they showed me with some of these things that are happening with the coronavirus, the deaths, 9-11, uh, shootings, that kind of thing, is that our media is so strong that there is a, a crack from the center of that ring that, if you think of that slice out of the tree, from the center of that slice all the way down is where that <clears throat> media, it comes down to the media. And so there has been a clearing of the reptilian energy off the planet. And some of these other, uh, and I think I've heard Illuminati right now is maybe what's getting cleared off. Um, I'm not that connected to those, but the reptilians, you know, I've been a reptilian. I've been on the good side and the bad side. And that's another thing too, is you start connecting with these timelines in Atlantis. I had several lives where I was a good person. I also had a life where with the downfall, I was one of the bad guys and I can tap into that and go, well, I don't think our intention was to bring it down. I think uh, we thought we knew better. Okay, how many of us think we know better? And, you know, we think we're the right, you know, this is the right way. Well, I got to tell you, just taking down uh, a world like Atlantis is enough for you to say, well, maybe I need to be gentle with myself and know that sometimes I've been the bad, sometimes I've been the good. Uh but the intention is always in service. Mm -hmm. And if we think about those people that are out there uh, that do crazy ass shit, did I say that out loud? <laughs> you know, we have to send that love to them because they, they may not know what they're doing. They may just be, you know, they need a moment of clarity. Send them love, send them love, send them love. And I'll tell you, it really does. Love is so, so powerful. 
Yep. Chip, and that's something you promote on your show on Mondays, correct? That is, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, and Kelly and I, from pod to podcast, so it's like <laughs> history repeating itself. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Different timelines, same stuff. <laughs> but it's a good message to hear over and over and over again. Every time that people hear that same message and they get a little more understanding of, you know, okay, maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world. Maybe, maybe these people did agree. Well, I'll tell you what, I am a medium as well. And I help beings transmute beyond our world. And um, I've had some crazy ass projects. One was actually becoming a bridge across like a two mile radius. They made me a two mile bridge and I would kind of entice the souls that were stuck in the earth to come out and cross me like a bridge. And they went to a ray where Jesus was and that, and it's a handing off process. You know, many of us with service projects, we just do our part and then we hand it off to the next. And he then would send them wherever they needed to go to the next chapter. But we did that years ago. There was just a lot of getting this, the um, the soul um, energy, and I it was a, it was really interesting to see how they guided me. Now I also can help people on this planet before they pass or after they pass. But again, it's still a, I do a part. Uh, I, can, I am able to connect with them physically. I can feel their symptoms. I can talk with them. Um, I can work with them to release that fear. And then I hand them off to the next person that will take them on the next leg of the journey. And so because I've had that experience um, and, you know, if you're not ready to go, you don't have to, you know, I've had, I've had spirits stay here for a while. You know, it's like, this is a, my house is like a way station. Not, I'm a, not only am I a way shore, I'm a way station. And I've had galactic beings here. I've had people who aren't ready to transition. And, you know, everything is in your own time because we do have free will. Now, if, if, if it's time for you to exit, you're going to exit. But, you know, if you're not ready to jump into your next chapter of your existence, then you can hang out here and watch what's going on if you want. You know, it's, it's truly your choice. Yeah, and it's theirs too in, in spirit. You know, you can't cross uh, someone over that's just straight up not willing. I actually did that with a deer once, and somebody said, what the hell are you doing, Chip? I said, oh, just passing the buck. <laughs> oh, Chip's been waiting 20 years to get that one on Tim's show. Oh, bum, bum, bum. But I'm fun. Yeah. I'll be here all week. I'll be here all week. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses from a distance. Though. Yeah. Feet of- Ten feet away, please. Throw the money at them. Throw, Throw the money, money at them. <laughs> There was a reason you were good at basketball or darts, but never made it professionally. And, yeah. <laughs> and if it helps, I'll get a roller out since you don't know 10 feet, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, that's right. See, yeah. <laughs> that's the only kind of ruler we could really use. Is one that shows us distance, you know? <laughs> 
I, I got a, I have a question for um, yeah. uh, Kelly. Happenstance. Um, I had I had somebody uh, who asked me uh, because of all the social distancing and having to stay in and this and that. Uh, it was a, a listener, and this is how sweet our listeners are, really. The thing they really miss the most isn't the whole, you know, normal social going out and this and that. It was that, uh, you know, she was very helpful to her neighbors, you know, to her uh, friends, uh, family members, uh, loved ones. Um, and being kind of confined at home, uh, she that's the thing she misses. And A, that's gorgeous. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. But B... And uh, look, I know a lot of our listeners are, are they, they understand uh, what you're saying and where you're going, but in their own hearts and minds, they can't do that yet. So is it possible to give advice to this uh, very, very sweet lady? Absolutely. To be able to give that. See, I, I told her that she should put that attention on to herself. This is our opportunity to love yourself now because all that love that you'd be giving to others, all the energy that you put into that, you put into yourself. That's what makes this a phenomenal kind of uh, situation. It doesn't have to be all nasty. There's, it's magical. But at the same time, if there was a way for her to... Uh, as long as she's following my advice first, <laughs> to, 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 be, to be able to, you know, uh, at least feel within her own heart, soul, and mind that she can still do that from one place without having to leave that. Well, first of all, your advice is perfect because it is a time to, I know for myself, it was very difficult for me, when I started um, kind of, I hadn't started getting my gifts yet, but I was getting the message that I needed to be quiet, that I needed to turn the TV off, that I needed to turn the radio off, that I just needed to sit quietly. This was not something that was comfortable for me. I always was racing, racing, racing. I was always keeping noise on all around me. And yeah. one of the things that I just I have, need to say for anybody going through that right now, just don't turn off the radio until like at least <laughs> nine o'clock. Yeah, except for these kinds of, yeah, except for this kind of program, don't turn off the radio. You're right, Chip. Because, oh, but this is very educational. So if I listened to this radio station, I would be light years beyond where I am today. But the thing is, you really do need to take that time to be quiet so that you can connect up with your inner being. So what you're saying, Chip, is so perfect. You need to realize that you are a powerful being. Now, you may not uh, you know, be able to agree with that right away. Uh, maybe you need someone to tell you, email me, I will tell you every day. If you're on this planet and you don't have the coronavirus, you are a powerful being. I mean, okay, it's that simple. That's the equation right there. So uh, if you've got love in your heart, you are a powerful being. If you're listening in to this station, you're a powerful being. I mean, powerful beings are going to be uh, listening to this kind of dialogue. Uh, you know, the ones that, that, 
are going to be grumbling in the corner or getting drunk or whatever the case might be. But the thing is, we do like to distract because it's sometimes difficult to accept that we are as powerful as we are. So I think you're absolutely right. Just sit with yourself. Uh, just be still, even if it's for five or 10 minutes before you go off to do something else. But don't think about, okay, now in five minutes, this is what I'm going to do. You really need to do kind of that meditative, get to that meditative place. Uh, if you hum or if you just tone, uh, or oh, or anything that will just help you to keep your mind from not doing the grocery list or will I have toilet paper next week concerns. Uh, you know, you need to get to that kind of quiet place. And by practicing that each day, just start five minutes a day uh, or just even do a gratitude list, sit quietly and uh, take your time, write down just five things, five things you're grateful for. You know, do you have hot water? Um, do, do you have a roof over your head? Do you have some food? Do you have toilet paper? I know I'm, <laughs> I'm stressing on the toilet paper, but, you know, for some people, it can be that simple. I, my gratitude list, uh, you know, is just that I'm in a warm house, that, that uh, I have enough to eat, that my body is healthy. There's many things we can be grateful for. And so start there. And then if you feel that you need to send out love to others, you can do that. But first, fill yourself. It's always important to fill yourself first. I'm going to share Metatron, Archangel Metatron gave me um, a, a tool to use many years ago. And he's coming through right now telling me it's okay to share this because it's an older tool, but it still will work. And this might work for her. So, Archangel Metatron is all about sacred geometry. And if you can imagine a cube, which is a square, square, you know, a cube, a cube, that is his, that's his, um, let's say, uh, oh, I can't, I can't think of the word, but that's the tool that he gave me was take the Metatron cube. And if you are concerned about someone and you want to send love to them, what you can do is imagine them putting them into that cube. Now, you can use this with people that you're concerned about. Uh, you can use this with people that you know are struggling. This is a great tool for anybody. So you actually imagine putting them in that cube and then you put translucent light uh, like opal or uh, white light, uh, but translucent light around them, close that cube up and then you put red love light. You just kind of surround it with love and just let it go. And I've used that for people that really irritate me and I'm like ready to uh, go psycho on them. Uh, I'll put, first I put me in the cube because you can do it for you too. So I put me in that cube and then I'll put them in the, and once I feel I'm all lovey, lovey, lovey and feeling good, then I'll put them in the cube. And it's amazing how quickly that, argument that uh, dissension just goes away. It's just gone magically. That's how powerful that love is. So that is a tool that anyone can use for any family member, anyone that they're uh, having an issue with, but you make sure, of course, always you first, fill yourself with love, critical. Put yourself in that cube first. Mm. 
Um, interesting story about the new grid that I talked about. One of the things when Metatron gave me that tool years ago, I thought, well, I'm going to put the earth in that cube. And sure enough, I did because I'm powerful being. And then I asked a number of my friends who are very spiritually connected to take a corner of each side of that cube. And the reason for that is many of our projects, there's spotting that goes on, like a trampoline, how, you know, you have more than one person involved. So even this new earth grid, there are four of us. So we each have a side when we're doing our work. Um, so very much like that, when we when I put the earth into that cube and everybody took their corner, it was years ago. Well, that actually became part of the new earth grid. It twirled around so much it became this violet light and, and then uh, it, it incorporated into that golden globe. And that was a pretty cool um, vision because I'm like, I had done that years ago. I had totally forgotten about it. And here it was. Here it came right back up into my view with all the people hanging onto the corners, <laughs> being a part of the uh, part of the spinning around and becoming uh, one with the new earth grid. So very exciting. So it's a very powerful tool. Yeah. I want to give a big shout out to our good friend, Gregory L. Little, uh, Chip. He's listening to the show right now. Oh, no kidding. Oh, we love Greg. <laughs> There's a phenomenal guy for you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he's going to be with me. I got I to gotta look this up next week, uh, next Monday, the, the uh, 1 to 3 Central, the UPR and TalkRadio.com, part of our April of Angels Month on Kindness Beyond the Veil. And talk about some fascinating stuff. Oh, you would love him. Oh, he's a fascinating guy. Yes, I would. Make sure you send the in invite out to me i absolutely will see she's uh, you know so excited her, her skype's like freaking out I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the angel energy the angels it are coming is. in they're it's so good. excited what's his name again say his name greg gregory l dr. little yep dr gregory l little okay all right well the angels were fluttering through they still are mm -hmm. they're fluttering fluttering through Oh, they love on it. That, on that shout-out, yes. All right. Because <laughs> he does uh, fascinating, amazing work. Chip, do you have um, anything to say to uh, Kelly before the break? Any comments, questions? Uh, yeah, just uh, uh, one more quick question uh, uh, with regard to her advice for our beloved listeners. Because we one of, one of the biggest factors with our listenership in their uh, attempts to... Uh, improve their intuitive abilities and their sensitivity is they they feel this connection and disconnection equally with their guides. Uh, sometimes the name, I can't get the name of my spirit guide and it discourages the whole thing. Name might not be that important, but it, it seems to be that important to them. And people that do want some good advice on how to get in better touch with their guides. You mentioned your finder guides for whenever you lose your keys or something. That's yes. one way to get the specific certain finding guides involved. Now, do you have any general advice for people who kind of have this frustration and this, uh, uh, at least in their own heart and mind, connection with their guides? 
Well, besides finder guides, there's joy guides, and I work with the fairies, the elementals a lot. And so I'm going to give this tool again to everybody. You can all use this. The fairies are absolutely always available. And you can actually imagine fairies going out to other people. So you uh, can help anybody you want. I send out helper fairies. I I send out... um, If someone has a specific issue, I will just, with that intent, send out fairies to help them. Now, I see the fairies as they go, and they wear different outfits and that kind of thing, which is very fun. Now, not everybody's going to know that. But part of this disconnect and connect is because we doubt. We doubt our abilities. We, We don't believe that we're as gifted as we are. We don't believe we're as powerful as we are. Well, let me tell you, if you're on this planet and you're alive, you are probably one of the way showers. And if you're on this program, you are one of the way showers. So know that you have guides. Now, you can just give them a name. You know, don't wait for them. I'm, I know I've asked. I remember the first um, experience I had where I was on a shaman's table and my twin flame guide came through very clearly. I could see him. I knew he was there. And I told, you know, the shaman who was working on me, I said, did you invite somebody? Because somebody's here. And he goes, well, ask him what his name is. And I would have never thought to do that. So number one, you can ask. Just say, hey. Can I, can I know your name? Will you please tell me your name? Now, he told me his name was Condor. Okay, and I thought, what a dorky name. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even want to tell the shaman because I thought it was a dorky name. Well, he isn't offended by that. He also goes by Sananda. He also goes by other names. So this is the same with me. Not only am I Kelly, I'm also Gus from 343 BC. I'm also Madeline from the future. And I'm also Zing from 1950. So I am, and I'm also Annalise, my 12th dimensional aspect. And I'm Zen, my quantum field aspect. I am all those things. So we have to just pull out a name, whatever name you know, resonates. You can make up a name. If they don't like it, they'll tell you. <laughs> they'll just, you know, you'll get something that'll go uh, where, where they'll give you a, vis- a, a vision of some other name. But, or, you know, I've got, and sometimes I get my guides' names from others who have different gifts than I do. Mm-hmm. You can get a channeled message. Uh, You had Nia on your show. She's an amazing channel. She can help with things like that. Um, I've gone to, uh, oh, no, with the, uh, (laughs) I I think that's right, Tim. And, uh, oh, that's from Gregory Little. I agree, Greg. Those fairies are jumping through here, too. Everybody's loving. I mean, they're loving this. Look at it. We're getting attention. We love that. (laughs) Look at she keeps talking about us. Oh, this circle spinning around in their tutus right now. And they like to wear work boots with their tutus. It's quite an interesting look. Anyway, um, but yeah, just, you know, just say guide one, guide two. But I actually get readings from other gifted um, channelers that help me with the names of my guides. Like I have several Egyptian guides that are helping me with my club sparkle business. And their names are Ektar and Apocrates. Now, I would not have known that if I hadn't had a reading with this woman. 
Oh, he liked the cube idea. Oh, that's so good, Gregory. I love you, Gregory. All right. Oh, we all love him. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. All right. I don't know you, but I like you. All right. So, but apparently I do know you. So you can just make up a name or call them your joy guides or your uh, healing guides, uh, your helper guides. You can start out like that. Now for myself, I could smell. I started smelling beings that were coming in and I still can. Uh, whatever that's called. And actually, it's not necessarily through your nose, but the palate of your mouth is where these scents go to. And I've had um, Sanat Kamara come in smelling like mint or his helpers. He said he wasn't there, <laughs> but that's who I heard was there. The Telosians come in as cold air and they wrap themselves around me. And that's how I know they're working with me. Uh, the Pleiadians will come in and they're very light beings and uh, they like to probe my scars from where I've had surgery. Um, and I have different scents. Master Cerebus Bay, wonderful teacher. He comes in as a very uh, like cinnamony, citrus, you know, cinnamon, nut, nutmeg smell. Uh, Archangel Metatron initially came in like the smell of when dust is on a, a light bulb and you turn it on and you smell that dust burning. That's what uh, Metatron smelled like. He would come in very hot, make my body hot as well. And uh, so, uh, and like Lady Nada, who's in another ascended master, amazing teacher. She would, she comes in with a rose um, smell to her. So, so many times there are different ways to kind of connect up. And when those smells come in, I just say, who are you? Who are you? And then also work with other people who have the ability to maybe get those names for you. I've been lucky to get some of my guides, but not all of them. So I use other people that have other gifts. I mean, we are all like a piece of the puzzle. So we all need each other in this journey to become what we can, you know, the best we can be. The amazing Kelly Rogers here on Supernatural Radio. Uh, and that is the power of Tim Roxbury because Tim knew this was the time to have her back with us here, and especially on Supernatural on Radio. Tim, you, you had some break guides talking to you a while <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, I did. So. <laughs> Got everything up on a queue right now as we speak. So uh, yeah, continue for about another three minutes and we'll be ready. Yeah. Oh, there's some major feedback there. All right, you are listening to The Supernatural Realm on WCETFM.com and uh, Paranormal junkyard.com we'll be right back uh right after this late nighters make sure you check us out on all the social media pages you can find them at the very bottom of the website under our supporters and make sure you suggest us to one friend and well ask that friend to do the same and you become the resistance Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Kindness Beyond the Veil, even in the darkest realms and mysteries, good things happen. Kind, even loving things. In the paranormal, psychic world, extraterrestrials, mystical healing, light workers, starseeds, things that have astounded us since the beginning of time, do have a Monday side to them. And we'll show you on Kindness Beyond the Veil, every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, with your host, Chip Reichenthal. Leading into Michael Vera's Late Night in the Midlands show at 9 Eastern, making Mondays worthy of looking forward to 
right here on WCETFM because that's where the action is. Hey, late-nighters, you can keep up with all things WCETFM and LNM by joining our mailing list. Just go to the bottom of the homepage and subscribe. You'll get everything from guest info and show info and other important station-related information. So go sign up now, WCETFM.com. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No. The universe. WCT FM. Carolina, Radio, Columbia. Late Night in the Midlands is an independent media that covers the truth, theory, and facts that the lamestream media won't talk about. We cover everything from the known, the unknown, the normal, the paranormal, the government lies, the government ties, even their thrives. We tell what's coming, what's going, whether it be politics or archaeologists. We have an amazing fan base, and all shows are our kind to be heard millions of times more. So tell your friends, your family, and anyone you care about about Late Night in the Midlands and WCETFM.com. Become a late nighter, be informed, catch us every weeknight at 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, right here on WCET. FM. When you support WCTFM and LNM Radio, you are telling the suppressing, censoring, lying media, the Gestapo social media gatekeepers, and the search engine manipulators that they cannot control you or the flow of information. So go to WCTFM and click on the support tab at the top of our website. We offer books from great past guests in return for your donations. Our fantastic friend Chip Reichenthal has offered to give a tarot card reading if you donate $100 to the station. Now, you would spend way more than that on one of them phonies at the fair or on some shady website. And besides, you're helping this station and this radio show continue and taking the control out of their evil hands and putting it back in yours. Or you can be a great patriot and just donate to the station by clicking the donate button. It's on every page, right at the top. Last but not least, you can send money orders or gifts. Just go to our support tab over on WCET fm.com and you'll find where you can send that help us continue to bring you the best host with the best guests with the best information and be the resistance bringing you the truth one show at a time wcetfm and late night in the midlands we cover Every. I see a little silhouette of a man What's a douche, what's a douche Did he even wash his hands though? Those were the papers frightening Very, very frightening me He's just a poor boy facing mortality Spare him his life from this monstrosity Wash your hands, will you wash your hands? Miss Miller, we will not wash your hands. 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 Miss Mi
There are actually ways to look at the paranormal realm without all that fearful stuff, and we'll do that. And not just paranormal, supernatural, psychic, metaphysical, even extraterrestrial realms. There's kindness and benevolence if you look hard enough, and we'll do that. Join us every Monday from 7 to 9 Eastern for Kindness Beyond the Veil with your host, Chip Reichenthal. Great guests and information will welcome you and use your fears. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Kindness Beyond the Veil, here on ParanormalJunkyard.com, because that's where the action is. And we're back on WCET.FM, 101.7 FM in Columbia, Talk, Columbia, South Carolina. And also on www.paranormaljunkyard.com. Chip, hey, you there, my friend? Sure are, my friend. Wow, what a day we're having here. Kelly Rogers is joining us. And, uh, well, we're talking about all sorts of good stuff to really put a new perspective on um you know, especially for, for those folks listening that feel like they're stuck home against their will. You know, I think I said it uh, last night, 
during, oh, Kindness Beyond the Veil, which uh, runs here every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern at WCETFM, Paranormal Junkyard. Dot com and on the Paranormal Radio via talk stream live. And then Saturdays re-airs on United Public Radio Network, UPR and talkradio.com. Uh, that if you had told me in normal circumstances that I would be forced to take at least a month off from work and that if I was late on rent, they couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. If I was late on electric, couldn't do anything about it. I'd be like... That's like the best gift ever. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'd be tickling myself. <laughs> so if you put it in that perspective, you know, there you go. And I also, you know, boy, when I turned the, the TV on and they're talking about this thing, oh, the fear and the mm-hmm. fear mongering and the horror and the villainy. And it's like, please don't do that. That's not good for our health. I, I still insist. If you get this thing, that's when you worry about it. Mm-hmm. And if you get this thing and that's when you are worried about it, you're going to do better I with it do. than even you think you will. Don't worry about it beforehand. Not the what if, the, not the woulda, shoulda, coulda, none of that stuff. 90% of all the things we worry about never happen. And the other 10%, you don't have control over anyway, so take control at that time. And there's still... Stay. They're still emptying the shelves with toilet paper. Can't even buy toilet paper. I mean, well, that's been, that'd be the last that's thing been, I'd be grabbing. That that's it. that is the voice of uh, Tim Roxbury. You know, in in their heads, going, "I'm going to be the reason that Timmy's got no toilet paper every time he goes to the store." <laughs> that's what that is. We had a guest once that said, "You know, in Europe." Toilet paper has the consistency of wrapping paper. So if you got Christmas wrapping paper, don't worry about it, man. Just go there. You know? Uh, Well, and seriously, in Africa, they don't have toilet paper. They use their hand. Mm -hmm. So you shake your hand or, well, and now you're not going to touch anyone anyway because of social distancing. So you keep it a bucket of water close by and. Just take care of yourself. <laughs> you can even get in the well, shower and use a wash that, ride, I'm not you know? normally a Purell guy, but I am now. Once you said that. <laughs> you got a social distance anyway. You got you got a poo, just yeah, get a right. shower right away. You know? Yeah. Save my toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. Oh, boy. Yeah, I feel much better about European paper now. Yeah. <laughs> who would who would have thought who would have thought would be living like Sheldon now? You ever yeah, see right. the TV show? You know, when he gets a gets a gets a can of Lysol out when when the other guy's girlfriend comes home from a trip. He's back there with a with a Lysol can spraying everything. <laughs> who would <laughs> thought would be living like that now? You know, it's just, right, right. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Inspiration a from young Sheldon. A little Sheldon bit of Sheldon in the here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, but, we're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, we're not in trouble. You know, we're <laughs> laughing. Are you sure? We're having fun. Yeah. No, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sure. Not positive, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> What Boy, that's we? a conversation killer. <laughs> yeah, what were we talking about before the break anyway? I don't remember. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. my t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, see, there you go. 
No, okay. actually, a, a friend of mine sent me one of those videos, you know, on Facebook. They always send the videos of people that have advice about this stuff. There was this doctor dude, a really good friend of mine that sent this to me. And he's in healthcare. He's a doctor, surgeon at, at uh, some big hospital in New York. Right? See, I'm in New York State, so I'm in, you know, I, I'm in kind of ground zero for this thing. Mm-hmm. Why is New York always ground zero for everything? But, but at any rate, he said that you get this, it's, it's consistent contact or proximity with somebody who is positive for this thing. Like consistent contact, consistent, or actually touching them or something around them with your hand and not washing afterwards. But he said, it's not like, you know, you, you step outside for two seconds and bam, that's it. You know, even if with somebody that is test positive, he said, no, it is consistent proximity, like, you know, uh, three to 10 minutes uh, around them, especially if they, you know, spit on you or cough in your face or, or, you know, or, or, you know, wipe their nose and then shake your hand or something like that. So even if it's in your neighborhood and in your area, uh, it's not as easy to get this as you think it is. The majority of people they get it, 90% so far, 90% have mild to moderate symptoms, and that's it. Well, if you look at the numbers in China, the last time I looked, which was weeks ago, it's about 80,000 who had been infected, but 77,000 were already recovered. So the the recovery rate, I mean, I know this is the, like I said, you know, the death rate is higher than a typical influenza, or, mm-hmm. but I truly believe it's a calling. I think it's the, the earth is releasing those who have feel like, feel like they have completed their, their service here on the planet, even if they might not have known they were in service, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, there are many people who just birthed babies, like, uh, let's say, Chip's mom, for instance. Her service project was birthing Chip, who came here and and was open to these ideas and has spread the word. So and she still regrets it to this day. <laughs> yeah, but still, her service, her service Sorry, was accomplished, yes. So, so many times, service can be things that people wouldn't normally think of as service. But if their service is complete and they're ready to move on to do some other kind of work in some other dimension, timeline, even beyond the veil. Mm -hmm. I like that term. (laughs) Okay. Yes, exactly. So it's just a new chapter. That's all it is. I know uh, my mom's spirit is not only with me as a support, uh, but I know she's elsewhere and I know my father, I felt his spirit when he passed, and uh, he may come back maybe once a year mm-hmm. on his birthday just to say hello and off he goes. But it's not, he doesn't feel like he needs to be here supporting me in any way. And so, and and sometimes uh, the people that we care about that have passed uh, may not come back at all because they're off doing their next uh chapter and and they don't feel the need to come back. I think I'm fortunate that my mother and my grandmother 
are both here supporting me and helping me because they both help me with transitioning souls. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many of my relatives are a part of that group for transitioning souls. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I'm sure there are some people listening that say, how, how dare you? That sounds so insensitive to, to talk about this so objectively when I'm worried about my family member having it or my family member that just passed from this thing. And it, it's kind of, I don't know, for people that find themselves in situations where they end up sensitive to the dead, to being able to see, speak, hear from them, mm-hmm. you know, get this very unusual perspective. You have to be kind of a, in an unusual frame of mind just for that to happen in the first place. But especially when it's occurred over time, you see that this process really is zoomed out 400,000 feet. It's it's not all emotional and upsetting. And of course, it's saddening and maddening, you know, uh, that this has happened to people that we love and will happen to all of us at some point. But it, that's not how they see it, <laughs> you know, and they kind of change your perspective on it. By going, you know, it's they're still here, just in a different form. It's 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 energy, you know, and that they do have some process afterwards, uh, where if they were abusive in life, or if they all the mistakes that they made and the horrible things that they did, or the things that uh, made you not want to talk to them for the last twenty years that they were here on this planet. You know, they're coming to terms with those things. They are uh, repentant. They are learning differently. But uh, like Kelly said, past lives, um, well, to us, especially talking to dead people, that's one of the other things you you learn is that, yeah, uh, you know, you could be a a lifetime as an animal, a bacterium, uh, a fungus, man, woman, uh, king, pauper, you know. Uh, and no, uh, not everybody's famous. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people say I was, I was King Charles the first in a past life. How did really, how come everybody is Napoleon or Charles the first or Henry the eighth, you know, where's all the normal people who <laughs> nobody knew anything. Right. About. But you know what, Chip, I wouldn't even discount that because think about it. If we're masters now, we probably have been some celebrities in the past Mm -hmm. because I don't think we'd be on this planet if we didn't have some really good, juicy uh, experiences in our past to get us to this life so -hmm. that we can be warriors and way showers and and assist with this project. I did want to share with people who have lost those that they care about, I wanted to share a story about my aunt. Uh, after I realized that I had this ability, I went to her funeral because typically uh, we will be at our funerals because we like to see who shows up hmm. and what what they say. See, and yeah. I personally believe it's mandatory. We have yeah. to be, whether we want to be there or not, because yeah. it is literally judgment day from the living Well, well, yes, but what you have to remember is just like I mentioned with the victims and the perpetrators, there is not judgment when we're gone. Mm -hmm. Again, if we've done some things that others would judge as bad, it may have been in service. It may have been, there may have been a reason to stir something up, 
to make someone go in a different direction. We have no knowledge of that. One of the first lessons that I learned was if I felt I needed to forgive someone, it was because I've judged them. Mm -hmm. I've judged their behavior. And do I? But at the same time, you're not telling our listeners, you know what? You want to kill your neighbor? Go ahead because you're (laughs) also service to somebody. Nothing (laughs) wrong about that. No No, consequences. No, no, everybody has their own exit point. No, we don't, we don't get to do their exit points. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, not in service, go shoot your neighbors. But <laughs> good point there, Chip. Yes, let's put that disclaimer across. across the- Some of us would like to shoot their neighbors, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to Timmy more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I got that. I got Send that. Love out. Send love out. But let me go back to my aunt, which was really interesting because I wasn't that close to her. Um, and when I went to her funeral, it was amazing. She, I could see her clicking her heels together. She had been on an oxygen machine, but she still had, she had been full of life when I had seen her. I mean, but lots of dreams. She wasn't physically able to dance or whatever. I could see that when she left the planet at her funeral, she was so happy that she was out of her 3D body. She loved the flow. She loved that she could click her heels together. And my mom, my mom's spirit came in because my mom wanted to do some healing between me and my sister. And it was pretty interesting because my aunt came through very clearly and said, get out of here. This is my funeral. This is your opportunity to work with your family. It was hilarious, but she was so happy. And I see that over and over again, that, that they, again, in spirit, may, uh, just like we would miss them, may miss being with us, but they go in a different form and they can still be very close to us. Mm-hmm. I've had cats that have transitioned and they become, um, they go into a different form. I'm able to continue to work with them in the work that I do. And they stay around to do whatever service they need and then they're off. So it's very, very much the same with animals. Um, so mm-hmm. it really, it, it really is a beautiful thing when you see people who have struggled with illness or mm-hmm. uh, with chronic pain, uh, like you mentioned. You know, if you can't get a handle on it and you've had chronic pain your whole life, you know, transitioning might be something that you find joy in because all of a sudden you're free of that, that. A- aching body that, that physical ache yeah it's not a part right. of your consciousness anymore it is now energy also sometimes if you know somebody that passed away when they were say 72 years old but you see them in one way or another somehow whether in your you know third eye mind or or if you can actually see them manifest and they look like they're maybe 15 or 31 it's not because they're being deceptive. It's how they feel, right? And and it's how they feel in that moment. Yeah, it, it is uh, typically uh, when when someone passes and I can connect up with them, they always present like they're in their twenties. And I know for myself, when I look out outside my eyes, if I just look straight out. And my body feels great because of Club Sparkle products. Let's throw that one in there. But it does. I feel like I'm 20. 
I don't feel like I'm 65. Now I'll look in the mirror and go, well, who's that old lady? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's very, you know, so I think when people pass, they, they probably present in the way that, that they really saw themselves as a Mm -hmm. 20 year old. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen that over and over and over again. But sometimes they will present themselves as you remember them as an affirmation because you might not recognize them when they were 20 as your uh, uncle or whatever. So for the purpose of affirmation, yes. Me, April 27th, 1982, that one day I was sexy. And so in my afterlife, that's how I'm going to show myself. (laughs) As I was that one day. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hold, I'm going to write that down and hold you to it. Yeah. I'll be able to see you. you. Now for myself, even though I'm 65, I've been uh, channeled information has told me I'm going to be 120 something when I pass. So I'm only halfway there. So I will probably still be uh, around in some form to see how you're. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, good. You are. So yeah, because I'm, most yeah. people, most people simply don't believe that. What Chip was <laughs> I, sexy once. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I've seen. I know no, I was. You know one what? Time. I had better not live to be 120. That's gonna oh, piss me right Chip off. Chip, better behave now. Bro. You know, I mean, it hurts enough to be in my 60s. I'm, you know, not, no way. You know, you want to hear somewhere? This one year, I was 11 years old. We went to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, you know, Provincetown and areas of Boston. My sister, who was eight years older than me, uh, was very into psychics. So she took me to three different psychics. I had my my tea leaves read. I had somebody hold an object of mine and tell me stuff. And I had somebody give me a tarot reading. All three of these people. Now, I'm age 11. Now, as a professional psychic now... I don't generally read anybody under the age of 16. It's kind of like an unwritten law. And you're not supposed to do that. Uh, but they did. All three of these people, different area, you know, they didn't know each other. They all said that I would live to be 71. All three of them. And that sounded cool when I was 11. But, you know. Now that I'm over 60, that's not so cool. (laughs) At the same time, I would rather that than live to be 120 because, you know, no thank you. Now, I've got to say this, Chip. If you were pain-free, would you have a problem living longer? Yes. I'm an old soul and I want to go home. Okay. Okay. And I know for myself, releasing everything in your life is very important in our process of uh, raising our vibration. And I know for me, it was hard to release my cats, you know, because it's like a child, you know, they, I need to be here to care for them as kind of what my thought process was. I had to get to a place where I could release my cats, release my life, know that if I left, all would be well, that it, the world is not revolving around me and my presence here is not, not mandatory. And boy, that I'll tell you, that's really freeing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to just know that I'm okay with whatever the plan is. Yeah. If, if the plan is next week or if the plan is in 60 years, I'm okay with whatever the plan is. Right. Yeah. I, I have no fear of death of dying. Yes. Cause that's going to hurt. Okay. But, Only uh, if you choose death, that. Only. No. 
(laughs) You can choose to pass in your sleep. You can, just like I said, I want to be healthier. I want to come back healthier than when I left. Yeah, I know, but that contract we made before we came into these bodies, and I hope I did the right thing back then. That's all I got to say about that. Back in pod days, I hope I said, you know what, you're going to fasten your sleep or have one of these, uh, you know, brain aneurysm that boom, you know, gone. Boom, you're done. And And you can say, I want no pain at death because that is our choice. If you ever listen to the Hicks, uh, Abraham, I, Esther Hicks, and how she channels Abraham, they talk about it. it's uh, It's truly our choice how we want to depart this world. Mm-hmm. Many of us choose to have a dramatic parting. Uh, it's. I think that's very much up to us. Again, yeah. we are very powerful beings. Right. We don't take that power. We don't take responsibility for our power. So it's kind of like, oh, whatever will happen. Well, I think we have a lot more choice in how yeah. things happen. I think that it's going to be something interesting. The method of my demise is going to be something because that's been the case of my life. You know, just interesting stuff happens randomly. So when I go, it's going to be interesting. But I've seen, you know, there was this, uh, the, the kid who's on TV, like Bravo. I can't remember the Tyler or something or other. Tyler Henry, this young medium. He started when he was like 16. He's 21 now. Mom still drives him from place to place to, mm. Oh, he's really good. You probably. He was talking about uh, the notorious B.I.G. Uh, Biggie Smalls rapper. Uh, I was a nightclub DJ, so I was like intimately familiar with this guy. And I I know his real name and everything. And he was talking to an ex-wife of his who also had some pain. Um, and she, I don't know, she was asking some questions that made me personally uncomfortable because it's kind of. Now that the camera's here, let's ask the camera-oriented question about this man that I loved. It's like, you know, come on now. But this, the medium said that, and he was he was shot to death. And, and there were two rappers, uh, Tupac Shakur and then uh, no, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, one was the East Coast, one was West Coast. It was a big hip-hop thing. And, and to this day, nobody knows who did it. And Tyler Henry was saying, and he didn't know who he was talking about because, you know, you don't tell him this kinds of things. And he said that, yeah, he left his, his soul left his body before it happened Mm. because he knew it was coming. His, his soul was well aware of it before he was aware of it. But even then his instincts knew something was off and it came from someone he knew. It was like the inside circle, not the outside circle. But it, just in saying that, you know, he his soul left before it happened. Uh, so he didn't feel anything, you know. Uh, that's not the first time I've heard that. And I do hear that from time to time from mediums who are very, very good. And God, I love hearing that sometime because, uh, boy, talk about comforting messages in a very uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I felt no pain. Knew it was coming, left before it happened. You know, I like so that. So for that. You need to ask for that then. If that's yeah. if that's something that you desire, you just put that out there. Just say, yeah. you know, when I do, when when my exit point arrives, I just want my soul to leave before whatever happens to my body. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
That you are maybe, powerful, Chip. You know what? In a couple of months, I may do that. Right now, my power is concentrated on that stupid bug ain't hitting me, man. <laughs> it's in our neighborhood because of a church next door. A church next door. They kept having these assemblies, and they had two positive in these assemblies. So it's in my neighborhood now. And I've had so many past lives where religion has killed me, and this ain't going to be one of them. So that's where my power <laughs> no. is right now. Okay, All so, so that's so that's very that's very honest. That's very authentic. So, can you put the love in your heart to then send out to the people in the church so you can release that anger? Oh, it's not anger, and I've already done that. I'm not angry at them. I'm just telling them they ain't getting me is all. That's not, there's no anger behind that. I'm just dead serious. I'd rather be dead serious than dead, you know? They're not. There's no anger there. It's irony. I like irony, you know? You're just full of irony, aren't you? You're just full of it. No, I, I've been burned as a witch. I mean, I've been tortured as a, a monk, as a scientist. I mean... I had so many different lifetimes where, where one way or another, it, it was religion or the church that got me. Yes. So not this time. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> well, you've I, got a little ways to 71, so you're okay, right? Right, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. Decree yeah. it. You can just decree it. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to, I don't like doctors anymore. I stopped liking doctors a while back. So, you know, I'll know when the moment comes. You'll make it to before. 71 if you just quit pushing and you want to go home. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's why I'm not getting this thing because, you know, I'd be okay with it. You know, that's why I'm not going to get it. Actually, I actually believe I've had it already. Uh, but, but before it was public information, I had this thing to me. Timmy remembers. Mm -hmm. uh, shortness of breath, it hurt like hell to breathe. Yeah, you uh, did. I, I'd coughed up blood a couple of times from it, and I was really, really uh, concerned about it. This was a, like a, at least a month before we even heard this thing was out there. At least a month uh, before. Yeah, at least a month before. It was like October, around October Something last like year. That. Yeah, late yeah. last year. Well, now that you've publicly stated that, I wouldn't be surprised if they showed up at your house to create an antibody or anti-whatever that anti is. Inflammatory. To, uh, <laughs> to save the rest of the world. Yeah, that's that. That's assuming they believe me, and you know, I I would anti them. I, if I they wouldn't believe you. <laughs> again, no anger there. This no, is calm and with love in his heart. That's right, um, the kindest guy. Don't mess with me at my door. That's all. It's clear. We just want to clearly let our audience know, Chip. It has much love in his heart. For all except the antibody people. <laughs> except the antibody people, yeah. Oh. <laughs> anybody, anybody wants to shove a needle in my arm for any reason whatsoever. Hey, Chip, we had Greg Little on a show when you were sick. Remember that? That's right, yeah. Yes, that's right, yeah. Oh. He was on, I do remember. That's the last time we, we saw him, I think. He probably sent the fairies, the health fairies, to you to for your recovery. So that would be a great thing. We could send the health fairies out right now. To anyone yeah. who might be struggling that isn't supposed to depart, yeah, uh, so that they recover, yeah, and uh, and for those that that have agreed to leave, we send our love to mm -hmm. them, 
and to their families so that it's as easy a transition as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's always tougher for the survivors in, in, yes. in that situation. Yes. It really is. Hey, Chip, yeah. we're, we're getting close to time. It's uh, 8.43 p.m. Eastern right here, and uh, we got to go in about uh, 10 minutes. But I want to I wanna let the listeners know who our guest is for the Thursday edition of Supernatural Realm Radio. Okay. Uh, hey, Tim, who is our guest for the <laughs> Thursday edition of Supernatural Realm Radio, Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern? On WCETFM.com and ParanormalJunkyard.com and on the Paranormal Radio at Via Talk Stream Live. Uh, and on sir. Saturdays from 4 Central on UPRNTalkRadio.com. Uh, Thursdays, our guest is Zen Benefil. He's a transformal life coach, a translational leader. Uh, he founded uh, Be the Dream uh, LLC in 1988. Um, let's see here. He's also a contactee or experiencer, he and can... he's had a near-death experience. And he he developed planetarycitizens.net. Uh, his latest book uh, is titled Zero to One, Making Our Way to Toward a Conscious Civilization. So that'll be our guest, uh, Zen Benefil, on Thursday. Uh, right here wow. in the Cool. Well, that that's going to be awesome. Yeah, might as well do my shameless self-promotion here at the Kindness Beyond the Mail. <laughs> Actually, I have two live shows every Monday, uh, 2 to 4 Eastern on uprntalkradio.com, where my guest is going to be. It's April of Angels. All my guests are exceptionally gifted, wonderful people who I truly consider to be angels on Earth. Uh, my guest Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., uh, on uprntalkradio.com, Dr. Gregory L. Little will be my guest. And that very same day from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on WCETFM and Paranormal Junkyard Radio, Bob and Fran Ginsberg, they run the Forever Family Foundation. It is this beautiful foundation that looks and seeks out and tests for the best, very best in spirit mediums or psychic mediums, and then utilize those professionals to help in counseling deep grief. The Forever Family Foundation, Bob and Franz Ginsberg founded it after they lost their daughter uh, in an accident when she was 10 years old. Lloyd Auerbach is the current president of that foundation right now. Uh, Claude Swanson was president before him. But yeah, Bob and Franz Ginsberg, 7 to 9 p.m. Monday, WCETFM. Uh, and the, the following week, the early show, Glenda Dawson and Larry Davidson will be here. They have a special Reiki process for the coronavirus that they are going to help uh, the world, really, uh, express. Uh, that's uh, a week from Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. And Kim Russo, phenomenal medium, known on TV for the haunting of dot, dot, dot. She talks about all these famous people and the things that haunted them. Be my guest on April 13th. Just part of the April of Angels on Kindness Beyond the Veil. I would like to do a shameless promotion as well. First, I want to thank you, Chip and and Tim, for having me on. But I do want to say, uh, if anybody wants to be connected to the New Earth Grid, like I mentioned in our first hour, you can email me at club sparkle 
M like Mary, N like Nancy at gmail.com. So clubsparklemn at gmail.com. Just send me your name. I'll grid you up. And then also, if you're interested in taking a look at some wellness, holistic wellness products that all have selenium in it, which uh, is an antiviral product, Mm -hmm. and every single one of these wellness products that are absolutely amazing have kept me chronic pain free, prescription free, and cancer free. Just got the word from the doctor. Been one year, totally cancer free. Uh, these products, yes. Uh, ClubSparkleMN.com is my website. So please take a look at that. But if you're interested in getting gridded up, please just send me an email and just know that it is done. And they send the email to where? ClubSparkleMN at gmail.com. Oh, ClubSparkleMN at gmail.com. Oh, okay. That's my email. Yeah. And send me your name or send me all your family's names, whatever you'd like. Uh, and just maybe where you live might be helpful. So I get the right person or first and last name. And then the beings know who you are and we can grid you all up. Mm-hmm. And she'll do that, too. And, you know, I've, I've tried uh, the products that are on her page for myself. And, you know, I live in, in pain uh, and they work. I mean, these things are amazing, so I will say that out loud because it's true, you know. I'm, I'm not going to jam sunshine up your skirts, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, <laughs> just because she's here. It, no, it really, really works. And the selenium for the uh, – it is an antiviral, too. Uh, yeah. But there are all sorts of different amino acids and special minerals and nutrients that are very hard to come by in food. And the way that uh, they come to you, you take them with food. So it's not like one of those supplements that just makes your pee look better. It's actually, you know, as a nutritional uh, product in your system, it works wonderfully. Right. And, I, and my friend who had aggressive breast cancer, cancer-free after seven months, these products are pretty amazing. If you've got big issues, Chronic pain, autoimmune, cancer, kidney, these products really do help. So, and work is antiviral. So they're great. I have a little video that I send out to people with a great article about selenium and how important that is to have in our diets today to just kind of keep all the nastiness away. Yeah. Yep, Club Sparkle MN. MN, that's like the postal code for Minnesota, you know. That's right. I, I mean, how do you abbreviate Minnesota? MN. Club yeah. Sparkle MN. MN.com. Uh, and I'm in Minnesota. Look at how synchronous. Wow, the coincidences are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I might use that so nobody knows where I really am, you know. <laughs> MN, yeah. I'll tell them you're, you're my neighbor. Yeah, right. That's right, neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chip, I want to let the listeners know we're, we're about out of time here. But uh, for the listeners, um, there's been a lot of questions and people have been, you know, responding to uh, one, wanting the archives of the shows up. And uh, Michael and, and Victoria are both working on that on the website at www.wcetfm.com. Uh, each show is going to have the archives up. Uh, people will be able to click on it 
uh, listen to it, download it at your leisure. Uh, it's something wonderful happening uh, with this network and with the, uh, something new with the website as well. So yeah. We are looking forward to that. So on that, um, we're going to have to go because Michael's going to have a uh, late night in the Midlands uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern till till midnight here. And, uh, yeah, be sure to tune in Thursday, uh, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with our special guest, Zen Benefil. I will be posting the uh, bio of Zen, uh, the highlights anyway, on our um, Supernatural Round Facebook page. So, on that, you know, good night, everybody, and uh, awesome. be sure to tune in Thursday. Yeah, stay calm, be happy, take advantage of your vacations, and thank you, Kelly Rogers, the magnificent ClubSparkleMN.com or ClubSparkleMN at gmail.com if you want to email for that nice golden grid there. Because we love you all. See our gift to you. We do. Love, love, love. Indeed. Good night, everybody. Bye.